It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Keeping Christians Busy. Our scripture reference today is John chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priest planned to put Lazarus to death as well, since it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm finishing a book titled Church Refugees. It's a sociological look at various reasons people have left the church. The tagline is sociologists reveal why people are done with church, but not their faith. If you're a reader and care about the church's future ministry, I recommend you read it. If I didn't have a Bible passage I was focusing on today, I'd most likely end up talking about a lot of points. For example, one of the reasons many people finally decided to leave church was the sense of judgment cast upon them. People were quick to offer judgment without any sense of concern or care. If you made a mistake, It was because you were that kind of person. We've talked about that in different ways. People are willing to listen to correction if they know it comes from a place of mutual love and care. Too often, we're too good at neglecting the real work of nurturing Christ-like community. Today, though, I want to consider another reason highlighted in the book. For most people, leaving their church is a hard decision. Many of them have served their church for many years. They love the people that make up their church. But many have felt the burden of serving the church 
over serving God. That is to say, the church does a good job at keeping Christians busy. They follow the lead of the pastor or church leaders who make all the decisions while everyone else is kept busy doing menial tasks. In this all too common scenario, church members are cogs, not spirit led disciples. Do you want to know if your church has this issue? Think about what it would take for someone to initiate a new ministry. How many committees would they need to address for permission to proceed? What determines whether a ministry is worth pursuing? Is it finances? Whether another group likes the idea? Or is it whether someone knows God has led them? For many churches, the gatekeepers aren't focused on kingdom ministry. Instead, there are other institution-focused agendas at play. When Mary anointed Jesus with perfume, the house filled with its fragrance. Judas also filled with rage. For Mary, it was an act of worship that pointed to the reality of Jesus' kingship. For Judas, it was a waste. If Mary had asked Judas if it was okay to offer Jesus the perfume, he would have said it wasn't. We know that because John tells us he had motives that did not align with the gospel. I'm not suggesting churches are stealing. When we're not careful, though, we do deter people from living out their faith in meaningful ways. We take away opportunities for them to know the joy of faithful, fruitful, and transformative ministry to God. When I introduce someone to the spiritual gifts, it's my hope they understand how God has equipped them for ministry. Wouldn't it be a shame if we kept people from that ministry? It has been, and many people would rather find a place that shows them how they can put their gifts to work for the glory of God. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.